What would our founding fathers say? They could be resurrected for a brief period of time and could survey the current state of affairs in the country that they helped to establish. They could do that. What do you think their reaction would be? Well, unfortunately, we can't know the answer to that question with absolute certainty. We can't know beyond a shadow of a doubt exactly what they would say in, if they were faced with the contemporary American culture. We can't know it. We can certainly venture a guess on what they would say based on the things that they did say and write more than 200 years ago. For example, here's a great quote from John Adams, the second president of the United States. He said, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Based on that remark, I think President Adams would say to us, the Constitution is failing you now in the United States because you have allowed yourselves to become another kind of people. To a great extent, your culture is no longer moral or religious. Here's a quote from Benjamin Rush, who was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. He said, the only foundation for a useful education in a republic is to be laid in religion. Without this, there can be no virtue. And without virtue, there can be no liberty. And liberty is the object in life of all republican governments. Without religion, I believe that learning does real mischief to the morals and principles of mankind. I think Mr. Rush would say to us today, have you noticed? Have you noticed there's a lot of mischief in your society right now? Mischief which is often sanctioned and promoted by some of your most highly educated anti-religious citizens. That, he would say to us, is not a coincidence. Here's one from John Jay, who was the first Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. Jay said, the Bible is the best of all books, for it is the Word of God. It teaches us the way to be happy in this world and in the next. Continue, therefore, to read it and to regulate your life by its precepts. Can you imagine what Chief Justice Jay would say about the current attempt to remove all references to God from the public life of our country? He'd probably say to us, that's the biggest mistake you could possibly make, America. The biggest mistake. And then we have these two from George Washington. You all know who he was. Washington said, religion and morality are the essential pillars of civil society. He also said, it is impossible to rightly govern a nation without God and the Bible. 2021, George would probably say to us, you know, 200 years ago, I told you it's impossible to govern properly without reference to God and reference to the scriptures, but obviously you didn't believe me. Good luck trying to do it some other way. I think these founding fathers would highly approve of the three scripture readings that God has given us on this Independence Day weekend. 
they would find them most appropriate given the current state of affairs in our country. For example, you could very easily make the case that the United States right now is on the verge of an internal collapse, like the Kingdom of Judah was on the verge of collapse for their infidelity at the time of Ezekiel the prophet. As we heard in today's first reading, they were a rebellious house. And when you think of all the prophetic people that God has sent to us Americans in recent decades, calling us to reform, calling us to turn away from materialism and hedonism and all the other manifestations of the culture of death. People like St. John Paul II, Benedict XVI, St. Teresa of Calcutta, and a host of lesser voices. When you think of all these prophetic souls and what they've said to us, you can't help but think of Jesus and how he was ridiculed, because these people are ridiculed in this culture of ours now. Jesus is said, as we heard in today's reading, today's gospel, they took offense at him. They tuned Jesus out. They've tuned out these other voices today in our country. Jesus was too ordinary. To use the modern lingo, Jesus wasn't woke enough for them, the people of his hometown. So they decided to cancel him out. We cancel out voices of the prophetic voices God sends to us so very often in this country. But notice there were consequences to their disbelief. St. Mark tells us that because of their lack of faith, Jesus was not able to do for the people of his hometown what he wanted to do for them. The evangelist wrote, So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The people of Nazareth couldn't have it both ways, and neither can the citizens of this great nation. We want God's blessing in, in blessings in abundance, blessings like peace and justice, then we need to take him seriously. We need to take his word seriously. It's that simple. Chief Justice John Jay understood that truth 200 years ago, as did most of our founding fathers. We need to relearn it in our generation. Thankfully, God does promise us sufficient grace in today's second reading to deal with whatever comes our way in the future in this country. We can take some consolation in this. The Lord will be there to help those who are faithful to him no matter what happens. His words to St. Paul in this text from 2 Corinthians 12 are spoken to us as individuals today. My grace is sufficient for you, for your power is made perfect in weakness. In the meantime, if we love our country, and hopefully we do, we should pray every day for conversions, for the conversion of more of our citizens. That's because good Christians, at least in my view, make the best citizens. We should also work for positive change in our nation as best we can by promoting virtue and actively opposing vice. And we should resolve in future elections to support only those men and women who actually believe in the principles our founding fathers believed in, starting with the right to life enshrined in our Declaration of Independence. I closed my homily this morning with a prayer for our nation that I found a while back online. As I pray these words out loud, I invite you to join me in praying them in your heart. God our Father, giver of life, we entrust the United States of America to your loving care. 
You are the rock upon which this nation was founded. You alone are the true source of our cherished rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Reclaim this land for your glory and dwell among your people. Send your spirit to touch the hearts of our nation's leaders. Open their minds to the great worth of human life and the responsibilities that accompany human freedom. Remind your people that true happiness is rooted in seeking and in doing your will. Through the intercession of Mary Immaculate, patroness of our land, grant us the courage to reject the culture of death and lead us to a new era of life. We ask all this through Christ our Lord.